get up at like a time oh that no that is good that is great oh my god did you like do a little you have like a little routine that you do oh get out get out of here no way uh, i bet you like made like breakfast oh my god don't tell me you made breakfast and then what did you do you put on your little hat Put on your little hat. You walk to the store. Hi, I will have one of your breakfast foods. Didn't you already make breakfast? Uh-oh. Someone had two breakfasts. Is that what you do every day of your life? Do you then you then you then you ride your little bicycle down to the down to the orphanage? play with the kids you tell them hey each one of you is special does one kind of remind you of you a little bit kind of remind you of you when uh, you were about their age do you bring this one a little bit of a uh, You bring this one the breakfast from the store? (gasps) It wasn't for you. It was for little you. And you say, hey, little you. Because it's also little you, but their name is also little you. And you say, little you. I I I brought you this breakfast. And they say... Oh, did you give me a little breakfast? Oh, cool. That's great. And you're like... You don't have to be, like, fucking... Like, snarky as fuck about it. Like, I didn't have to bring you a breakfast. No, I'm so... I'm so glad you brought me a breakfast. I'm so glad you brought me a breakfast. I'm so... Oh, didn't you bring me to you? Someone brought me a little bottle Someone pooped on a poo-poo. Someone did a little poo-poo. Listen, little you, I, uh... I know I come down here every day, but... I'm gonna... I'm gonna go. It's clear that, uh... You're kind of going through some stuff, and maybe it's because you're a teenager. It's fine. So then what do you do? You walk down to the the pier and you think to yourself was that too hard on little you today god he's a teenager you know I remember when I was that age is that what you say to yourself you say fuck 
what is it? What is my love for little you conditional? On him being nice? Look, he's an orphan, okay? He's had a fucking hard time. Okay, I can't just expect him to be cool all the time. And maybe in forgiving little you, find a way to forgive yourself. Is this what you do every day? Do you go through this cycle every day? I bet you do. I bet you go home. Don't you? Oh my God. Do you go home? Oh my God. That is insane. Fuck, man. Welcome to the show. My name is Mac and I'm a human man. Walking around this land. Talking about this and that. Thoughts and feelings and such. I got in a verbal dispute this week. I will go great lengths to avoid conflict. Hold on, my sustain pedal is totally evading me. Anyways, uh, I was it was just, I was ordering some T-shirts from an unnamed T-shirt place, um, and I had ordered from him in the past. Cool people working there. Um, there were all these miscommunications about, you know, what sizes I wanted, and then I had to switch t-shirt companies, because the one t-shirt company didn't have the thing that I needed, the color that I needed, and then, like, the guy that was checking the emails didn't recognize the artwork format, and then he kept, like, you know, re-quoting me for the, like, because without the order the order would like never be submitted so like technically it would be more of a rush charge and and then I like sent him one email with like all the info in it and then like apparently it didn't send although it said it sent on my thing he said he didn't get it but I don't think he would lie but I like emailed back a couple days later and I was like huh like did you get this last email and he's like no and like also the, all the emails would start with like Mackin period did you get like, did you see my last email? Question mark, question mark. You have 30 minutes to respond. Now, could I have been more prompt in my responses? Yeah. Could I have been more exactly clear with what I wanted? Kind of. I feel like I was pretty clear, but... I don't know. There were like there was like a Dropbox link issue with like a file that wasn't showing up. The whole thing is a mess, and uh, so I called the guy. We were kind of both being defensive, kind of defending our egos. It never got that heated, you know. But we were both kind of saying to the other one, "Hey, man, what the hell?" <laughs> you know. Um. And we were both like, yeah, I get where you're coming from, but what do you what do you think I'm supposed to do? I think it really all came down to that one mysterious email that didn't send. But I was just frustrated and I was like, hey man, I can I have this money back? I, I just I'm I don't think we're both gonna walk away from this happy. Like, we should just call it quits. I wanna see other t-shirt company manufacturers. And uh, he was like, sure, 
He's like, yeah, if that's how you feel. That's totally fine. His voice got all high. Yeah, no, it's, it's totally cool. If you're not 100% satisfied, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> I know, it's totally fine. I know, it's cool, man. I, 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 man, I didn't wish want to make t-shirts. It looks like mine. Um, I felt bad, though. I felt bad because there are t-shirts for my band, the Nova Darlings. Um, We have a show coming up, and I was like, fuck. I want to make shirts for the show. And then I was like, oh, I let my band down. I let my fucking ego get the better of me because I couldn't just fucking I couldn't just fucking give this guy the the win I couldn't just take the L on the ego thing and then I was like all in my head about it and I told my band at rehearsal that night and they were like dude it's fine then I got another t-shirt quote the next day for a better press so it worked out and then I wrote the guy an apology email me an apology email back now they were both pretty soft apologies they weren't like I was way out of line and you are great but they were like hey man sorry I let it get to that point he's like hey sorry I let it get to that point too and uh, yeah so I think we were both kind of half wrong and then we both kind of half ass apologized and, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I was fucked up about it, like, the whole rest of the day. Like, I was in my bed because I was going to take a nap, and then I was like, I can't fucking nap like this. I'm full of rage. So I, I took a walk around the reservoir in Silver Lake, where I live, and it was good. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, Maybe that guy's being a little difficult. Maybe I was being a little difficult. I don't fucking know! It's so hard in this life because no one tells you, hey, you're doing great. Or like, you are fucking up, bro. Some people do. And then you have to ask yourself, what the fuck do you know? course i will kind of default to like them being correct because that's how my brain works if you have a negative opinion of me i will automatically believe you and i'm working on that but i'm also very defensive it's a very strange combination I also saw uh, Endgame this week, and I have, uh, as we all know from this podcast, a bombastic laugh, gosh darn it, and um, and I was watching Endgame, maybe 10 people in the theater, I'm seeing it pretty late in the game. Uh, fucking was cracking my whole shit up because <laughs> I fucking love those movies. I have a friend that hates those movies. <laughs> yeah, it's Madison Sheckel, a previous uh, guest of this podcast. And uh, listen, I get it. <laughs> she thinks it's dumb. She thinks it's for like rep- repressed dumb idiots. Uh, 
who like seeing hot men fight and don't want to admit that they like seeing hot men fight. I'll cop to a little bit of that for sure. Everyone's fucking hot in that movie. Almost too hot, where you're like, whoa. Jesus, Captain America. The heck, man. Leave some hot for the rest of us. Um... But I fucking just love those movies. I, you know, I don't care. I, and I know that it's, I know that it's like basic. <laughs> but I, I would be being disingenuous if I didn't say that I fucking love those movies, dude. And like fucking big fight, big, you know, big superhero says like, "You listen here, supervillain." <laughs> As I'm trying to avoid spoilers. Um, I just, I just, I don't know if it like connects me to the. Um, like the ten-year-old in me that would watch that would watch cartoons. Um, everyone says on Saturday morning. I don't remember. I know that's a thing just from culture now, being like Saturday morning cartoons. But I don't actually remember watching cartoons on a Saturday morning. Like I just watched Cartoon Network. It's cartoons all the time. Or I watched Boomerang, which was like reruns of old cartoons, and both of those uh, sh- channels. They uh, played cartoons all the time, so I had a very luxurious uh, cartoon watching schedule as a kid. Checking my cartoon privilege at the cartoon door. Um, fuck was my point? Oh yeah, man, I think I was just like so uncomfortable as a kid for various reasons. Maybe it was. I don't really get along with anyone, my family, or my school. <laughs> I, I had some friends at school, but I was very lonely. So, uh, you know, I think cartoons were fucking just the coolest, you know? It was just, like, so safe and fun. And fucking, who doesn't love fun colors, you know? I would watch the, the Batman cartoon a lot. forget how the music went oh yeah yeah that's what it was some 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 shit like that i think it was the one where mark was mark hamill the voice of the joker i had a crush on harley quinn before she was margot robbie her anyways i really liked uh those cartoons man what did i watch a shit ton of samurai jack dude fucking loved samurai jack when i was like 10 i was on a plane with my dad we were playing hangman and uh the answer to my hangman clue was samurai jack and my dad could not get it for the life of him and then at the very end, he, like, solved the word. But he was like, what the heck is that? And I was like, Dad. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. And I sang, like, the theme song. That's not how the theme song's go. Gotta get back, back to the best Samurai Jack. And I, gave, I just, like, looked at him like, how do you fucking not know this, you dumb, dumb idiot? What a good show that was. Ah, cool. 
Oh, fucking Aku, dude. Aku is so evil. Aku! Same voice actor that voiced uh, Uncle Iroh in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Another one of my favorite cartoons. I watched a lot of it as a kid. But I didn't watch the full thing until I was an adult. I was like 19 in college. About the time I started this podcast, actually. It's probably, I probably talked about it at the time. But I've always just really loved cartoons. Um, maybe it just allows me to just like feel those very pure, childlike feelings, you know? Connect to, connect to Kid Mac. Um, yeah, Avatar is... What a good time that show is. Yeah, I was going through a breakup at the time. And I was really like... A lot of my sort of ugliness was rearing its head. Um, at the, Kind of at the same time that my partner was going through a lot as well. And we kind of like did a number on each other, you know. But I, I wanted out of the relationship. And it kind of left me in the months of it ending slash past it ending and like a pretty I, I also this was like pre-therapy Mac um, or it might have been like right in the beginning of therapy I was also like not happy with my living situation and once again feeling very lonely and I felt very trapped in my life but I was also I was like doing a lot though like I was very busy you know so that's that's a weird combination of being very depressed but being very uh, hyperactive, I guess. You know, I was like going on lots of runs. And I was just like, had a fuck ton of school shit. And I was like in a band and I was also like making some solo music. And it's weird. I look back on that time of my life, I was like, damn, I was doing a lot. And I was like, I was pretty bummed that whole time, you know? But there was just this, like, raw, manic energy kind of inside me at all times. And I don't know, like, how... Like, looking back, like, I don't know, like, how much that... I've, like, romanticized that pain of that time. (laughs) And how much of it was like, yeah, it was a year. It was good parts and bad parts, you know? There were definitely some some dark... That was before I, I knew about my depression really and that I like have clinical depression and shit you know um so you know before I was on medication and stuff um and uh yeah fucking watched uh, watched Avatar Last Airbender so I go uh, all of this to say I love cartoons and I still love going to seeing the movies um and uh, yeah, so I'm at the movie. I'm I'm laughing at the jokes. It's right up my alley. I'm going, <laughs> you know, Ant Man says a joke. <laughs> fucking Ant Man, are you fucking kidding me? I didn't do that last part. There's maybe ten people in the theater because it's late in the game, you know. And I I was laughing at the trailers, if I'll be honest. 
I forget what I forget what trailer it was, but there was a trailer that sent me off. As it often does. You know what? I love to laugh, and when I'm in that environment, I I lean into the laughs. You know, because why fucking not? You know, there's so much fucking heavy, crazy shit. The world's gonna end. Fucking, you know, global warming, climate change, Donald Trump. You know, corporation corporate consolidation all this heavy 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 heaviness so why not take the laughs when you can get them is is kind of my philosophy you know and i stand by it to be honest um anyway so i'm laughing and and then i can hear kind of people laughing after I'm laughing like potentially either joining in on my laugh or laughing at my laugh this is something I am not like unfamiliar with you know like I my my laugh is is uh is remarked upon in many a situation you know so and, and a lot of times to my you know to where if I could like turn it off I would. Uh, it's it, like a comedy show or something like that. It'll usually be like, this guy's loving the jokes. It's usually done lovingly, but every once in a while it's done sort of like, check out this fucking weirdo freak, you know? Uh, and I've thought about it a lot, actually. I've actually like talked about it in therapy and been like, oh, is it a performative thing? Is it like a... Do I want people to know how much I'm fucking, how much I got that joke? <laughs> uh, I don't think it's that. Because um, I do it here when I'm alone. I mean, I guess I'm, you know, I am on a show right now. But I'll often laugh alone. But when I am around people, it does come out more. But that's, that's, that happens for everyone, you know? You go see a movie in the theater with your friends, you're going to laugh way more than if you watch it alone on your computer. Um... But sometimes I laugh as a sort of like nervous defense, you know, because it's like, like laughing and crying are so similar, you know, they're both this kind of like cathartic release of like a connection of some kind happening in your head and you're just going like, well, I get it, you know, and that's either like, I get it, lol, or like, fuck, I get it, oh shit, tears, tear town. Welcome to Tear Town Population, you motherfucker. Um, but sometimes I laugh as like a defense mechanism. Like I'll say some thing about myself that I'm uncomfortable with and I'll just sort of like chuckle. Sometimes that's recognition. I don't know. Basically, if you can't tell, I'm fucked up about my laugh. I blame my sister. <laughs> when we were like teenagers, she told me I had a weird laugh. I think she was nervous about her laugh. Anyways, and then I became very conscious of my laugh. And I had a friend in high school who had a very like hyena type laugh, my friend Joey. And then. No, I started having this this very loud laugh. Anyways, I'm at this fucking theater. 
I hear people kind of, you know. At first, I don't think much of it because I think maybe they're laughing at the jokes. Maybe they're enjoying my laugh. But I, I definitely think I have a little bit of a thought of like, oh no, I hope I'm not taking away from their experience of this movie, you know? Because uh, if I am, hey, that would suck for them. You know, I don't want to like, I hope I wasn't like stepping on the next line of dialogue, you know? So I, I tried not to, uh, you know, I was trying to control it, but also I was like, hey, I just had a fucking long ass day. I'm, I'm trying to enjoy this movie, motherfucker. Um, and uh, so then these fucking two guys they move down like next to me like halfway through the movie and they start like every time I laugh they kind of like they are kind of like snickery laughing and then they're saying to each other like oh like it's, it's actually real and then I'm like, are they talking about, like, my laugh? Like, as if it, like, wasn't real. And so now I'm, like, now I'm a little afraid to laugh, <laughs> you know? And I smell this, like, heavy cologne. And so I'm just like, who are these, who are these fucking, <laughs> who are these monsters? <laughs> and so I don't know if they were, like, uh, you know, going to see the movie and just, like, I understand it's a little bit of a spectacle. But I, I didn't feel like I was being, like, I didn't feel like I was ruining the movie. And I felt like if somebody was actually thought I was ruining the movie, they'd be like, hey man, do you mind like toning it down a little bit? I'm trying to enjoy Endgame. With my end bay. I regret that. Um And so then they start, you know, then they start saying they're like, it's no there's no way it's real. So as if they had some sort of bet, like, hey, we gotta fucking find out if this motherfucker's laugh is real, you know? And I just, I was like, do they think it's like, it's not that I'm just this either like, like loaded or something and just come in here and just losing my shit, losing my mind on this movie. (laughs) Like, oh, (laughs) you know, like, what would that, who is that person? Or, or like some performance artist that goes to see movies with very few people and just like sarcastically laughs very loudly. (laughs) It's just like, oh, I love this. I love, do you love to, you know, like, I don't know what they thought. I was just a guy trying to enjoy my movie. And I'm also so afraid. I'm so afraid of everyone. And I was like, I don't want to cause any trouble. I don't want to ruin these people's movie. But also, I want to fucking enjoy my movie. So I fucking got up and moved. I moved to the front three rows. You know, that separate section that's up at the front of the theater. And I watched the rest of the movie from there. And it was fucking great. I loved it. And those guys were just being dicks. I think. I think if you were being nice, you would approach that differently. And also just like treating me as like, like I couldn't hear them, you know? Like they intentionally moved close to me. Fuck those guys. That situation I feel less conflicted about than the t-shirt thing, you know? But, uh, yeah, no matter what it is you do, you, like, walk away from the situation. At least I do, you know? I fucking, I, I obsess over it. I pick apart, I pick it, I pick apart, I pick it, pick a peck of pickle peppers. You know? Every day. 
So I'm trying to work on a, and in a way, that's a that's a way to avoid being in the moment, you know. Obsessing over what just happened. And it's like putting a lot of pressure on yourself, you know, like as if you could absolutely nail every social interaction and be the king of every everywhere. So get over yourself, little you. See, you you guys think I'm just fucking rambling here, but it all comes back around, doesn't it? <laughs> Listen, what I'm saying is, give yourself a break. Now I'm straight up talking to myself. No, yeah, but I'm trying to take I'm trying to take it easier on myself, you know. Um, yeah, I like to. Uh, my friend has a song that hasn't come out yet, so I I want I don't want to sing it because I don't want to give it away. The but one of the lyrics of the song is I can only go a couple weeks before I fuck things up. Anna Schofield, uh, I'm really excited for that song to come out. Um, I think about that a lot, you know. Like I definitely get that way. It's, there's this kind of self-destructive energy that manifests itself every couple of weeks. It's like, let's burn the whole motherfucking, let's burn it all to the ground. So I'm trying to sit with that and like slowly diffuse that bomb, you know? As opposed to like, just, you know, because it's, it's so easy to just let it, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna just going to get a bunch of fucking cookies, man, and just fucking go crazy, you know? Binge, binge on shit. Change, changing yourself takes so long, you know? I forget to be nice to myself. So let's try a little... Let's try a little exercise. Let's try a little meditation. Exercise wherever you are. I'm going to stop playing the piano. I'm going to let this piano fade out. Now it's just you and me. Hey. So, depending if you're driving, you gotta keep driving. But maybe you can still bring an awareness to where you are. If you're somewhere where it's safe to close your eyes, and you want to close your eyes, I invite you to close your eyes. Not a Buddhist teacher, but I have a I rip shit off from people I've listened to do this type of stuff before. Feel your breath. The rise and the fall. The breath is always in the now. It's the quickest way to right now. So whatever narratives are driving your day, oh, I'm angry because this fucking t-shirt guy was fucking pushing me around. 
There's no t-shirt guy right now. There's just anger, if it's anger. What does it feel like to feel the thing without all the things, you know? If it's boredom, let it be boredom. Whatever it is, we can bring a sense of curiosity and compassion to it. Simply notice it. It's here. Hey, what's up? You don't need to pick it apart. You don't need to stamp it out, freak out about it, make sure it's scrubbed the floor of your mind with it, of it. Just breathe. That's all you got to do. And it's the nature of the mind to wander, of course. So when we stray, we get to come back. It's not how long we stay, but that we keep coming back. I like to think of a little dog. A little puppy dog. Like trying to get him to sit still on a pillow. Hey man. Get back here. Rascal. And give him a little kiss. You know? I wouldn't be so mean to him. That's how we should treat ourselves. We should treat ourselves like our minds like cute little puppies. So just keep bringing it back to the now. Bring it back to the breath. Whatever whatever storylines about you you got going on right now, drop those. Or, oh yeah, allow those to fall away with each falling breath. You don't need those right now. You're doing okay. Wherever we are, we can we can come back to the breath and know that we're enough and that we're worthy and capable of love. And that we are love in the universe. Loving awareness, as, as, uh, as they say. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please like and subscribe. <laughs> Please check us out on Patreon. Please, uh, you know, check out my band, The Nova Darlings. Also, I have Solo Peace on Spotify, Mac and Carol. Um, Nova Darlings are playing 
on the 8th in Santa Clarita, just north of LA. Tickets are almost gone. They're free, but you have to reserve a spot. Okay, you gotta get those now. It's a mental health awareness show. I play with my best friends, the Nova Darlings. So make sure that you uh, see that show. We're also gonna have some new t-shirts coming soon. <laughs> so keep your eyes on the Nova Darlings uh, website where we post our merch and shit. set talk thing for life. Happy set talk thing. Happy set talk thing. Happy set talk thing. Happy set talk thing.